Welcome to Stepping Stone Conversations, a podcast for Stepping Stone scholars. In each episode, we will focus on specific topics ranging from college experiences and survival to more adulting topics such as graduate school and life after college. We hope you will join us each month. Life after finishing college. It's something that many scholars are thinking about but becomes top of mind when scholars are in their junior or senior year of college. While many will look forward to starting a career, others will consider furthering their education in graduate or professional programs. No matter what path you take, it'll always be the right path for you. Today's episode is a first part of two sessions where we will hear the perspectives of two people's journey to and experiences with grad school. Joining me today is none other than Mr. Luong, Mr. Luong, I'm excited to share with you my experience in uh, graduate school. And Miss West. Hi, everyone. I'm super excited to be back for episode two. Woohoo! Let's get started. All right. So let's start from the beginning. Um, when did you, Mr. Luong or Ms. West, start thinking about graduate school and why did you decide to apply? Um, so for me, I started thinking about graduate school the end of my junior year. So, um, so that summer uh, going into my senior year was when I was starting to think about the graduate school process. Um, and my reason for doing it was because I did not know what I wanted to do um, after I graduated with my bachelor's. So I think that the natural process is like, okay, so um, let's go to graduate school, mm-hmm. give myself a little bit more time to think about my future. Um, yeah. So that was my main uh, thought process going into uh, Yeah. And I think, school. you know, I think that's that's really cool that you were kind of understanding and realizing that as a junior, because I think everyone will start thinking about graduate school at some point, maybe. Um, I think for, I think for me, I'll just share really quickly. I didn't think of graduate school at all when I was an undergrad, but I thought about it after I, you know, spent a few years in the, in the, you know, in my career, um, mm-hmm. I didn't know still what I really wanted to do. And I thought maybe going back to school will teach me some skills. I'll gain more knowledge so that I have a better idea of what I want to do. So I think that's, that's also part of it too. What about yeah. you, Miss West? Uh, my story is a little uh, atypical, I suppose. Because <laughs> I, um, I graduated college in May 2020, which was during the pandemic. So, mm-hmm. so not too I, long ago. Yeah. <laughs> too long ago um but before the pandemic hit I really wasn't feeling very burnt out from school like I really didn't feel like I wanted to go to grad school right away I wanted to get a job and really think about what I wanted to do um what I would want to go to grad school for Mm -hmm. um but after a unsuccessful job search (laughs) and um really companies weren't really hiring because a lot of them were on a job uh, a hiring freeze and Mm -hmm. so like end of March my senior year I was at home because we were all online at that point and I was maybe I should just look into grad school like just Mm -hmm. just check it out and (laughs) I like called so I started looking um researching programs and like 
um, the social work programs were the ones that really interested me the most. And so I had a call. I called one of my professors who I was close with and I was like, do you think I could do this? Like the, <laughs> the deadline is in like three weeks. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, so- and she was like, yeah, you could totally do it. Like I'll help you. So, um, so yeah, with her help and like some, fast movements I was able to get I only applied to two schools but Mm -hmm. I ended up getting in which was honestly I was kind of shocked that I got in because it was kind of a last minute ordeal but yeah now I'm here in grad school right now so so it was an interesting um an interesting story I guess yeah is there I mean I guess you both have different experiences, right? You One started thinking about it junior year. One started thinking about senior year spring. <laughs> Is there an actual right time to start thinking about grad school, in your opinion? It depends on your program. Mm, um, okay. So for my program, so I got, I got a master's in English. Um, so for my program, you had to apply six months before you get in. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Like I said, I started thinking about graduate school um, that summer before my senior year. Got it. Right. Um, so I, the application process uh, began, I think, it ended like in December. Mm-hmm. So that fall, that fall of my senior year, that's when the application process ended. But mm-hmm. I had to gather, I had to take like three months to gather materials. So I had mm. to uh, look for three letter of recommendations. Wow. Which is really hard to do. Um, and then I had to write a personal statement. Yeah. I also had to take the uh, GRE, which is like a graduate record examination. So it's basically the SATs yeah. of graduate school. So I had to do all of that um, within like a three or four month span. So I had to give myself some wiggle room. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I started uh, as early as I did um, because it took pretty long uh, to go through the whole process. So then it also makes me then think Miss West, her application process to grad school is pretty commendable considering Mr. Long, it took you three or four months and yeah. Ms. West only had three weeks to do all of this. <laughs> wow, Miss West. You're I, I really don't know how I did it. I didn't have to take the GRE which you're lucky yeah which was (laughs) I think if I would have had to take it I wouldn't have applied because there's no way I could have prepared for that and like gotten everything together in time for the application deadline I was lucky because um they extended the deadlines a little bit which gave me some more time because of COVID they extended them so that was good but I definitely don't think I recommend waiting until three weeks before the application is due but I think it was stressful because I was like is this good enough Mm. I don't know if I'm doing the right thing and so as the earliest you can start thinking about it the better I think Mm -hmm. yeah but I think in your situation we were all in like a unusual circumstance you know so I still think it's uh, pretty incredible that you pulled it off yeah. in three weeks. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. I can't, I can't imagine myself 
doing that and being successful either. So um, were, when you applied, I mean, were there, so it sounds like even depending on your program, there's a different timeline or, um, and also maybe even different um, re- requirements maybe to even apply. So mm-hmm. Mr. Long sounded like you needed three recommendations. You have to take the GRE, but Ms. West didn't have to take the GRE or maybe some programs are optional. I don't, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that's definitely, I think part of, um, the research process when it comes to like figuring out what programs you're interested in, what schools, what grad programs you want to apply to. Mm-hmm. I think it's super important to kind of completely understand what they're looking for and yeah. what the different components are required and, um, how to kind of, kind of spacing it out so you can work on everything, um, so that you're not super stressed about it mm-hmm. though. Miss West was very successful. So kudos to her. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> when Miss West, when did you hear back from, from your school from uh, BC? Um, it actually didn't take that long. So I my I submitted my application April 15th mm-hmm. and I heard back a couple weeks later, I want to say I wow. remember I was on a wow. walk. I was on a walk and I got a notification on my phone that was like, new update to your application portal. I was like, oh my God. That's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was not long at all. Not even a month, for the, sure. For me, I think it took four months. That's how... So wow. Technically, you can think about maybe a whole year for that process. Because I started, right, my fall, that, that fall year. Uh, and then three or four months... Uh, the deadline was like that December. I didn't hear back until April 15th or April 1st, going oh. to the spring. So a month before my graduation, uh, my, oh, wow. uh, my senior year, that's when uh, I heard back. Uh, and I applied to a lot of schools. I think I applied to five or six. And yeah. usually that was like the timeline between like March and April is when I heard back from a lot of schools I applied. Um, yeah. So it's interesting that you, you heard back right away. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It was fast. It was way faster than I thought I would hear back. Wow. I mean, but it also, you know, I think I didn't realize, Mr. Long, that you applied to like five or six schools. Ms. West said that she applied to two programs, right? So I think it also depends on how many programs you apply to Mm -hmm. and how different some of those programs application requirements are because oh, yeah, yeah. I think that would take a lot of your time to like you know if each school is looking for something specific you're probably going to have to spend more time organizing and planning everything out so that you have all of your components in order before you mm-hmm. hit submit right um I guess also like how similar I don't know maybe this is like a long time ago already but how similar is like the graduate school process compared to like when you were in high school applying to college like did it seem like they were kind of asking for similar things like it sounded like there was an application maybe some testing Mm -hmm. recommendations for sure did it feel like you were applying to undergrad or college all over again that's a great question (laughs) Uh, now having worked with uh, high school seniors on the application process I think it's almost similar but more beefed up if that makes sense any sense in my industry works. So basically, you need typically you need three letter of recs, um, mm-hmm. right? So similar to the common app, like I think you need like your counselor and a, a, a few teachers here and there. Yeah. Um, and okay, so there's a standardized test, which is the GRE, which right. is kind of equivalent to the SAT, ACT, <laughs> uh, but it's expensive. You have to pay. Oh. Uh, so I, 
No yeah, fee waivers? There is a fee waiver, but it takes like three months to get oh, reimbursed wow. back. Okay. So it wasn't like the SAT where like um, you get it in the front end. Uh, uh-huh. For the jury, I had to pay like $130 and I had to wow. retake it because I wasn't satisfied with my score the first time. Wow. Uh, uh, and you, there's only like three or four slots uh, per year. So wow. you had to register in advance. <laughs> um, and, and then you have to write a personal statement, which is yeah. similar to uh, the college statement essay. So, but it was more like um, direct, like, for the personal statement for graduate school, you have to tell them why you want to go. Instead mm-hmm. of like talking about yourself, you also mm-hmm. have to talk about why this program is a good fit for you academically and your research mm-hmm. interests and stuff like that. So almost the same, but beefed up version. Um, that, yeah. yeah, I think the term beefed up version <laughs> makes total sense after you explained <laughs> that to us. Was there anything different about your process, Ms. West? I would say very similar. Um, I also <laughs> needed three recommendations. Um, I mean, I didn't have to take that test, which was right. nice. Um, but I also, personal statement. I thought the personal, I struggled so much with writing the personal statement mm-hmm. in high school. I didn't know what to write about. I was like, <laughs> I hate, I hated talking about myself. So it was such a struggle, Man. but I felt like the graduate school one was more why do you want to come here what are you interested in which was almost easier for me to write (laughs) for some reason because college was I also wasn't as good of a writer in high school so I yeah so but yeah I agree with Ty that it was um, yes yeah yeah Yeah, for sure um I guess for a college scholar who maybe is thinking about graduate school, what are some things that they should start thinking about in either their sophomore, junior, or senior year if they plan to apply to grad school? Like, what are some things that they need to start working on early in advance if they're even, like, considering it? Not maybe 100%, but, like, Mm -hmm. they they think that this is something they might pursue. What are some things that they should kind of start working on to, to prepare for that process if they apply? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would um, personally research the schools that they or the program that they want to, I guess, explore in. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they're currently in a science program, um, ask, ask yourself that if you want to continue uh, doing this in the long term um, in a graduate school setting. Uh, and if the answer is yes, and I would definitely look into the graduate school process. Yeah. Uh, if the answer is like no, where they feel comfortable uh, uh, finishing in a four-year program, then I, I wouldn't look into graduate school uh, yeah. too much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, are there things like, I know you, both of you had to submit like three recommendations, right? So yes. I'm guessing too, like a sophomore or a junior, really hopefully by then they would have a couple of professors, a couple of advisors maybe at school that they mm-hmm. feel especially connected to. I think that's probably something, I mean, I don't know. I think I think this is a question for you, but I think they would probably want to continue that building that relationship or, or maintaining that relationship so that they have someone to turn to for recommendations, right? Yes. That's important. Yes. That's a good practice regardless if you're applying for graduate school or not. True. Uh, Just just maintaining that good relationship with your professor uh, (laughs) might help you when you're looking for internships or scholarships or jobs. Jobs. Like that. So just having in the back of your head that, hey, I have 
at least three professors that have a good relationship with, have decent grades, and I could be, you know, I could use them uh, down the line. That's always a good option to have. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Utilizing your professors, building the relationship with your professors is super important. But also talking to them about grad because they've that's, all been to grad school. So that's a good point. That's a really ta- good point. Yeah, talking to them about their program or and they've also helped other students apply to different programs mm-hmm. as well. So I talked to my professor and she she doesn't have an MSW degree, but she knew a lot about it and knew mm. things, professions you could go into and different paths to take. Um, depending on interests and everything. So she was able to answer a lot of my questions, even though she didn't have the same degree. So yeah, I think that was super helpful. That is really, that's actually a really good point. I didn't even, that's not the first thing that came to my mind. I was right. like, oh, they're going to help you write your recommendations. But I think, you know, your professors or your advisors at in college are probably well connected. And, you know, if and I think that they can give really good advice in terms of, you know, what they learned in the process and how, how, how you, what you should expect and, mm-hmm. you know, any tips that they can pass on, I think was all, always good. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's actually really cool to hear that, you know, Miss West, you had a professor or an advisor who really kind of supported and guided you. And even just in the beginning, when you were talking about, um, you know, how you were researching and this is kind of, it was last minute and you only had three weeks and you talked to your advisor and they supported you. They were like, no, I believe you, you can do it. I think mm-hmm. sometimes you just also need people like that in your life who can really motivate, encourage and really make sure that you know and believe in yourself, you yeah. know? Yeah, it, totally, totally. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't, so it sounds like both of you maybe didn't have like, um, in whatever you are studying as an undergrad, I know some scholars or some colleges actually offer, you know, what is known as like a four plus one program. Some schools call it like a BA MA degree. Um, and essentially, if scholars don't or have never heard of it, um, you know, these are usually programs where, you know, you'll graduate with, um, you know, your, you know, you'll finish your bachelor's degree in a certain area, say psychology or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then maybe if your university offers a four plus one program, they might tack on another year for you to finish a master's degree full time. So it's five years and you graduate with a master's and a bachelor's at the same time. So, you know, you know, if scholars at all are interested in, you know, graduate programs, check with your, you know, department first to see whether or not things like that are being offered. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, Mr. Mr. Luang and Ms. West, whether or not, you know, the programs that you were part of, whether they had those um, and, and whether or not you were considering some of those things. So my program didn't have uh, the four plus one uh, uh, bachelor's plus an MA program. Mm -hmm. But I do know that some schools have almost similar with regards to the PhD program. Uh, So if you get your master's uh, and then you go into a PhD program, uh, you can actually knock off one year uh, of the requirement. So Mm -hmm. typically a PhD program is around five years long. Yeah. Uh, and a master's program is around two years long. Um, so mm-hmm. if you were to get into a PhD program with your master's, you can actually kind of like petition to finish it in four years uh, instead of mm-hmm. five years. So kind of similar, but not really um, in yeah. terms of a, a PhD program in that sense. Mm, got it. 
Yeah, we didn't have my school only had masters for education for teaching. Okay. Um, so I knew I wasn't going to be able to complete grad school there, so I had to look elsewhere. Got it. Oh, well, you know, definitely something that scholars should who are considering or thinking about grad school, whether they're on that pro- in that process now mm-hmm. or not, definitely something to look into because I think those are really good opportunities as well. Um, any, you know, you know, and I think as you think about graduate programs or professional programs, things like that, there's so much out there. And sometimes, you know, going back to that point Miss West made about, you know, having professors and uh, advisors and adults that are a little bit no- more knowledgeable and experienced, I think, you know, definitely utilize those resources that are available to you. Um, because I think you'll, you'll be able to learn a lot. Um, and, and, you know, hopefully there will be some guidance there as well. Because I think, you know, if you're navigating it on your own, I think that's also a challenge. Mm-hmm. So utilizing all your resources, coming to, to Stepping Stone, talking to us about some of that. Mm-hmm. We're more than happy to always talk to you if that's something that you are considering as well. Um, so we'll wrap up today's segment. I know, like I said in the beginning, this is a part one of two where we'll talk a little bit about grad school. So today we kind of covered like a timeline, personal experiences on the application process. And next month, um, you will definitely hear a little bit more from Mr. Luong and Ms. West they will still be our guests on this show (laughs) and you'll hear a little bit about their experiences um, in grad school uh, or current experiences in grad school and um, we'll we'll also kind of touch base on some of the like you know things that you hear the buzz that you hear and try to uh, talk about some of those um, myths and things like that that exist Um, but yeah thank you so much for joining us Um, and I guess we will touch base again with everyone next month a huge two stomps and a clap for the guests of this episode Miss West and Mr. Luang While the experiences shared today are their own, I believe scholars learned a lot. If you have questions for our guests, please reach out to a member of the College Services team. Stay tuned for part two of our conversations about graduate school next month. We hope you'll tune into future episodes while you're on the go. Bye!